Welcome to the High Speed Podcast, the official podcast of the High Speed Alliance, taking you further, faster, together. We are setting our course for freedom and legacy through mastery of business, finance, family, and lifestyle. Welcome to the High Speed Podcast. This is your host, Forrest Bryant, and uh, we are sponsored by High Speed Alliance, and we are excited to have you on the call today. we got a special guest, Gary Harper. Uh, Gary from Sharper Business Solutions. Gary, how are you today? Good, Dr. Bryant. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. Well, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Uh, you and I always have a, have a lively conversation, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about sharing some of that with our listeners today. You've got such a, a wealth of knowledge and such an incredible story. Uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm pumped, uh, to, to have you on here and, and, and to get, get this out. So, uh, you know, let's start a little bit. Um, you know, let me just turn the mic over to you here and, uh, you know, just tell our listeners a little bit of your backstory. And, um, I know we'll probably get into, uh, if you want to, uh, and I think it's an important part of your story, a little bit on your, on your health issues and, and, and how that kind of changed things and was a game changer for you and, and really led to where you are today. And then, um, you know, certainly we're going to, we're going to dig into, uh, uh, how sharper business solutions can, can make an impact on, on, on a lot of businesses. So we're going to get into that, but, um, why don't you just, uh, introduce yourself and, and tell our listeners about, about Gary. So Gary- and, and don't forget to, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we, we gotta, uh, we gotta mention Miss Susan too. So, uh, we, we, I want, I want to make sure that it's not all about Gary. <laughs> uh, you know what, Forrest? People tend to find out real quick after we've worked with them that it's definitely not <laughs> The one that brings probably the most value is, uh, is Susan. So, no, we definitely, definitely appreciate everything she does for us and for the company and for me personally. So, But uh, Gary Harper is my name, and I started off my, – my, my story kind of starts off unique. I um, – you know, unlike most people, I didn't graduate high school and uh, I ended up getting into my GED and then going to college uh, where I studied pastoral theology. And at a young age, I met my, my beautiful wife, current, you know, my wife of, of, of 21 years today in, in college. And, and we got married at a very young age. By the age of 20 years old, we were married and had, had kids on the way. And by the age of 23, we had two awesome young kids. Um, but that, that really is where it all started for me because that's where my drive, that's where my, my why, although temporal at the time, my why really became very, very bright in my life. And uh, I wanted to be able to provide whatever ever my family needed or wanted. I never wanted my family to want. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth and I didn't have a lot growing up. And I wanted to provide that security for my wife and uh, stability for my family. And so it drove me, it drove me to want to succeed and excel at all I did. And by the age of 23, I was a national manager for business, our title was national manager for business initiatives and development for a small to medium sized firm out of Chicago, working in outsourcing, working with a lot of law firms and a lot of, um, you know, different verticals, but mainly law and uh, helping them in their non-core businesses or practices. So that's, uh, that's where it kind of started for me. And I, I was in a uh, outsourcing type uh, field and uh, was able to grow uh, from there to uh, work for a Fortune 500 company. I spent uh, until, until 35 years old, I spent my time really pouring my heart, soul, efforts into, uh, into these companies that I was working for and was able to work my way up pretty significantly into those companies and, 
and won a lot of awards through that. I mean, I won just about every year, won a different type of award. Seven out of 10 years, we were sent to an elite group called, um, well, it was different with every company, but um, they called them president's clubs. And we were allowed to be a part of that, all expensive trips paid around the country. And boy, I just felt like I was on top of the world, succeeding at what I was doing in life. And uh, it was a great thing. Through that whole process, I learned a lot of things about business. I learned how to, to uh, manage people, processes, productivity. I really learned how to, to, to drive company vision, um, how to have the proper communication within a business. All those things were so essential to, um, to everything we did in our, in our business. And, um, and, and it also helped gear me towards where my future was heading, not knowing at the time. But at age 35, I was kind of struck down. I, I got bit by a tick coaching a baseball game. Went into the woods to pick up a baseball, came out, didn't know that I had picked up a little friend, a little tick, and he, he came up my back and ended up biting me on the only place really that I had an opening, which was in my neck. And where he bit me was right on my C5 and my C6. And where most people would get bit, they would get Lyme disease like I did, and they would, uh, they would probably just have some flu-like symptoms, maybe a rash. Uh, but where it bit me, um, it, it got into my spine. And um, was in my nervous system and my brain within a very short order. And uh, I went from being a uh, very, very successful uh, executive with a Fortune 500 company to, to actually not being able to leave my house, uh, having regular panic attacks daily, um, went back to uh, what we thought was a five-year-old mental state at times. Um, and the, the, the infection on my brain left me almost crippled. And um, emotionally, physically... Uh, mentally in many different aspects spent a year of my life trying to recover from that and once recovered from it um i i, I felt that uh the lord had given me some opportunity here to either go back into corporate america where they had held my job or to start going on my own and uh i talked to my brother-in-law at the time a uh, great mentor of my life and business wayne schaefer and he said gary god didn't take you out of that just put you right back in it and it rang true to me. And it was something that I just felt like it was, it was important that I gave the opportunity I had in front of me in real estate and not a chance. And it was uh, 2012 when this, when this happened. And, uh, and I, I went full time with my brother-in-law. Now, mind you, I wasn't hundred percent, you know, he was taking a chance on me too, because I was only about 30% ran out of energy very short in the day. Um, wasn't able to travel, wasn't able to work you know, at the speed that I'd worked at for many years. And, uh, but as he put it, Gary, 50% of you is a hundred percent of others. And mm -hmm. so he, uh, he wanted me to be there and I, and I, I gave it everything I had. And through time, my body healed, my mental energy healed. And, and I slowly became to get back to where I was now, Dr. Brian, I've never been able to reach that, that level that I was at, you know, at 35, but I'm about 95% of where I was and 95 was good enough for me. And, and it's a new normal, and I'm excited about it. But um, we, we got into working in real estate. Um, I had already dabbled in it a little bit. Um, I had worked for Wayne throughout the years. I started a property management company in 2004, along with some rental properties that I had owned. And um, in 2012, when going full-time with Wayne, uh, we started uh, helping him with systems and processes and hiring people and putting structure in place, along with his knowledge of, of real estate it made a pretty dynamic duo. And then, um, you know, as a team grew to 28 plus, um, 
many people contributed to the success. Obviously, we had Tom Wilson and, and other people that were a part of the success of that group. Um, but, boy, it was just a dynamic. You know, you talk about, uh, you talk about franchises and sports. Kind of felt like we had this dream team, you know, put together. And, uh, and it worked. It worked real well to the tune of uh, up 2016. We had reached going 300 houses that year and buying and selling. And um, there was something missing, though. And I, I, and I don't mean to prolong the whole story here, but I want to tell you, there was kind of something missing at that stage of my life. Um, upon healing, I, I made a promise. I made a promise to God that if he allowed me to get my strength and energy back and allowed me to be a functioning part of society again, that I would give back and help other people. And now I had to put my head down for about five years to make sure I was healthy and strong enough. But once I got there financially, mentally, emotionally, physically, I felt like I was at a point now I needed to start giving back and keeping that promise. And that's right where it led me. It led me right in 2017 where I was, uh, I was very much driven to want to help the entrepreneur, solopreneur out there. And, uh, and that's what I did. I, I launched Sharper Business Solutions that year. Uh, most people don't know this, but Sharper, which is a great play on words for business, you want to make your business sharper, is actually named after my wife. And Susan Harper, S. Harper, and I can't tell you what a blessing she was to me, not only these 21 years of my life, but for us, man, how many women would stick by a man that went back to a five-year-old mental state for a year, mm. right? And uh, she had to hold my hand at times and walk around the house with me and, you know, have me walking into the grocery stores with her. Boy, it, I, I don't know that I could have done it, right? And uh, and so the best thing that ever happened to me in my life with my wife, and this, this company is now named after her. She has 51% ownership because of it. And, uh, boy, if I could give her 10 times that, I would, right? <laughs> well, um, you know, if you've ever been around me and my wife, you guys know we're newlyweds. You know, we love being together. We enjoy it very much. We still have a heart for each other like we did when we were 17. So uh, 21 years has definitely not changed that, but made it grow for us. And uh, so that led us where we are. And now we've helped over 65 um, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs in the last two years. We've grown our company to a staff of five. And our, our company is now five strong. And, um, and with some part-timers and some VAs on top of that, and uh, we provide a number of solutions for our clients from, from coming in for three days and doing three power days with you where we help create focus in your company and, and really a tangible accountability structure um, and, then, and then vision, right? And creating uh, clarity and vision for your organization on the day two. Day three is 100% about processes where we're documenting processes with you and getting them out of your head on paper and then creating some accountability through Asana. To, to hold the company and the, the uh, process and goals accountable. Uh, we have that product, which is um, one of our, probably our favorite products because we get to work one-on-one -on -one with people. We have another product that we've recently started called the two-day bootcamp. And that's for the solopreneur that's literally doing this by himself, doesn't have a team, doesn't have a board of advisors, isn't really a part of a mastermind because it's not big enough to really get in a mastermind. And they come with us for two days, and we do we do the first two power days with them. We don't do the the, the process day with them, uh, but we do the first two power days with them in a room of ten plus other solopreneurs. Once they're in that room and they they finish that, then they have the election of joining what we call our leadership circle. Where if they join that, then we have someone on our team that runs their level ten meetings for them every week because they have nobody else to help them run them. 
And so it's an accountability play to themselves and their business. And then they have the ability to get on an hour call with me a month and then come back every 90 days to be in a, like a mastermind, uh, but more for business, not so much real estate, where they get to talk about their rocks and their challenges. And, and I, along with my team and the other solopreneurs in the room, get a chance to be their board of advisors for them. So we get a chance to do that. We just did that this past week. It's a huge success. We have 10 people in the room. Um, it's only our second one. And uh, I think as of this morning, we got about another 10 people joining. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And the goal for me is, uh, and you know this probably more than anybody for us, is those people grow. They get to another level and they're running their business. And now I know they're running it right because they built a foundation from the beginning, right? They're not like having to restructure things. They'll build in this foundation in the beginning. And then those people become great candidates for masterminds like yours, uh, masterminds like uh, Good Success, you know, uh, masterminds like that. So they grow. The goal is for them to grow into these bigger circles and, uh, and this be a, a kind of a funnel for them. And, uh, and nothing was really helping people do that as solopreneurs. And I felt like this was a real good opportunity to, to, be, a, to be a cog in that, that part of the wheel for them. But um, that, that's, that's a little bit about my story. And I know it's a little long-winded, but, boy, it didn't happen overnight for sure. So the story takes a little long. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, not an overnight success story. Huh? But really, it truly it is. But it was just uh, you know, 20-something years in the making, right? Yeah. So, you know, Gary, I usually save this kind of for the end of the podcast. But I'm going to kind of speed it up because I think it's applicable to the rest of the conversation um, but you know, why don't you share with our listeners, your, uh, the book that you wanted to share and the quote, cause I think that'll, 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 that'll pepper and, and, and fall through the rest of the conversation. Yeah. You know, um, what we teach and what we do is just, you know, basic principles that really Rockefeller started in 1920s, but there's one man that has done a phenomenal job of like, capitalizing this whole program and, and really the means to which to operate a business and it's Gino Wickman, right, in the book Traction. And if you've not read that book, gosh, it is a must-read, a must-read for any business owner, solopreneur. I, I don't care what size you are. It's a good, it's a must-read for you. Uh, but what he says, my favorite quote is, hey, you can't get your company to the next level by keeping your process in your head and winging it as you go. And we're never going to do that. We can't keep it up here and expect other people to know what we're thinking, right, and how to do it. So Gino Wickman kind of has that, that quote in his book, I love it. I've memorized it. And it's just been some, one of the things I, my, one of our marching orders. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, that, that book was uh, critical for me. Even when we launched high speed Alliance, uh, you know, that, that was one of my go-tos. And so, you know, I, I, I read and reread that book and, and that was uh, part of the blueprint that we use for launching, launching high speed Alliance. So it was really critical for me. So, um, Let's let's kind of dig in a little bit as far as you know. Let's talk a little bit about systems and processes because that's a lot of what traction and a lot of what you teach. Um, you know, let's let's take systems first. So you know, just just kind of uh, you know, just let's define that and you know, talk about the application for. And a lot of our listeners are uh, you know, we've got a lot of real estate guys, but we've got a lot of physicians and dentists on here. But it really doesn't matter. You've got to you know, you got to have that system in place for you know how you attract a new patient or you know how you find a a, 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 a house to buy in order to you know fix and flip it or wholesale it or keep you know buy it, keep it and hold it. You, you got to have a, a system to do that. So let's talk about that. 
Yeah, and I think the word system is used in a couple of different manners, right? So you're talking about first thing when I say the word systems, people think about you know electronic or they take a, they talk about software and things, and I think about more of a computer system because the world the digital age has brought the word system into that arena. Um, but when we're talking about systems, we're really talking about how you do what you do, right? How do you get the product in the house? You know, in Six Sigma, we call it a SIPOC, right? So it's the supply of the product, the input of the product, the process, the output of that product to the customer. So a SIPOC, S-I-P-O-C. And that is a system that you need in order to run your business. Um, your business is who you are. It's what you do. And so not, not having a system per se, something that has a start and an end that helps you to, um, to move your product forward is, is critical in your success. So um, for us, what we like to do is we like to come in and help people to define that system, that structure in their business, um, understand the beginning and the end points of those, and then map those out, map those processes out step by step. Um, once we've done that, we call that an as-is, how you're doing it today, the as-is process. But it's important to know that just because that's the way you do it today doesn't mean that's the way you should do it, right? So we're looking for what we call the eight deadly sins of waste, where we're causing rework or errors or process um, anomalies, or we have maybe wait time, too much wait time in a process. Sometimes we have single points of failure. Uh, a lot of times when we have, I, I pick on our visionaries a little bit here because a lot of times when we have a visionary living in the living in the process, right, living in the company, we'll have a lot of wait time or a lot of single points of failure because they're out working on the business sometimes, and sometimes you know they they're chasing a squirrel, right? And then we want that. We want we want visionaries out bringing big ideas. Well, where it becomes a detriment to the business is when the business stops because they're the sole decision maker or, you know, or we have to wait on them to come back and make the decision. So understanding those steps throughout the process is, is crucial for us to really help the business streamline and make sure that the product is delivered in an efficient and a, and a, and a appropriate cycle time. Excellent. And so you, you, kind, you kind of wrapped in the, uh, a little bit of the processes on, on, on the back end there. So um, let's move on to, you mentioned visionary. And so some people might be saying, you know, what's he talking about? So kind of take us through those and define those uh, personality uh, per profiles and, and traits of uh, the visionary and the other types of uh, classifications. Yeah. You know, this whole system, this whole, whether it's processes, no, and the system is of many different components. But I, I call the system leadership. I, I look at the vision. That's a part of the system. We're looking at the issues in the business. We're looking at the communication or what EOS calls traction. Um, we're looking at the goals and, and the structure of that. We're looking at the people, and we're looking at those processes we talked about. But having the right structure in the business starts at the top. So to answer your question, it starts with what we call the visionary. And to have the right structure, that is a person – that's typically the entrepreneur, solopreneur, the one that came up with the idea of the company in the first place. Not always, though. I'll be honest with you. Not always do we have that. But my, my, nine times out of ten, really, we have a visionary. As you know, Dr. Bryant, you're a visionary. You're, you're the person that comes with all the great ideas, comes with big relationships, comes with um, the ability to predict and see long term. They're usually the culture guy, the guy that, that drives the culture of the business. 
um, they typically lead more on emotion and not like a emotional, like cry emotion, more like uh, how they feel about it. And their feelings typically, their desires typically drive them in their business. And so that's that visionary that we talk about. Some people in corporations call it the president, you know, and so forth. But when we're talking about an entrepreneurial type company, it's really, it's really that person at the top that drives the culture, drives the vision, and drives the big relationships for the company. So, excellent. So um, let's talk about um, talk about disc or you know however you want to you know without I, I know it's such a it's so broad we can't go into every detail of it but just kind of in, in, in a little summary tell. T- Tell us about DISC or any other types of uh, systems you want to describe. You know, and so so one of the questions I get a lot is like, what's my first step? How do I grow? How do I scale my business? And how do, how do I make it to where it's more than just about me? And and that's, that goes back to that structure. So you as a visionary now have to build out your company structure that is in the best interest of that business growing. And you have to look at the company structure and go, okay, what seats do I need in my business for it to be successful? And once you've decided that, you've got to decide what seats should I not sit in anymore, right? So as a visionary company, maybe I shouldn't be sitting in certain seats. And, and we'll find most of the time that's true, right? Most visionaries shouldn't be sitting in the seats in their company. And so we have to decide from there who should be sitting in those seats, right? And so what we look for is we're looking for the right person which would line up against your core values. But then we're looking for them to make sure they sit in the right seat. And the, one of the ways we do that is through profile testing. And there's a lot of them out there, some really good ones. Uh, Culture Index is a great one. They're 93% accurate. Um, you, have to, you have to go through a pretty extensive program with them. But if you're a bigger type organization, it's a good fit for you. Then it's great. There's Predictive Index, which is another that's really good. Um, all in all, at the end of the day, though, we have, uh, we have seen that most entrepreneurs, solopreneurs go with the common ones, which is DISC or Kobe. Now, why DISC? Well, DISC is, uh, DISC is cheap, right? I mean, you can go to Tony Robbins and get it for free. And it does a decent job of testing people to make sure they have the personality traits that are best fit for their company. And so when we have somebody that um, – that we're looking to hire, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to actually go out and profile test them to ensure they have the right traits needed for that seat. Here's an example, Dr. Bryant. So if you have a real estate business and you're looking to go out and acquire houses, you don't want somebody that is low in people skills, real low in people skills, or really low in drive or problem solving, right? You want somebody that has enough ego to a degree, enough ability, problem solving ability, to drive and go after the client. You want them to like the people that they're dealing with. And DISC, you want them to have a low S because you want them to have some multitasking, some push, right? And on the C, the process, I don't know that I really care if they have a lot of processes and acquisitions because I need them just getting the contract signed and moving on to the next contract, right? So those we have now discovered because we profile tested so many people that we know the exact right profiles from DISC and all these other type of measurements, all these other uh, um, uh, trade profile testing that we have identified the right profiles for each seat in real estate. And so that's what we use. If you're not using something today, I'd highly recommend you at the bare minimum, you use this because it's free and it helps you really decide if you've got the right people sitting in the right seats. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. So um, uh, what, 
what mistakes do you see that are really easily fixed when you're a lot of times working with this solopreneurs or, or entrepreneur with a very small business? Uh, you know, what, what, are, what are some common mistakes that you see that have fairly easy fixes? Well, I, I'd say there's a couple. One, first and foremost is, um, is, and this doesn't really matter if solopreneur, of course, or a bigger company, probably the biggest mistake I see is the inability to let go. The inability to get out of their own way, trust, then verify, and allow other people to fail forward, right? And and just that controlling of wanting to be in every piece at all times is probably the biggest mistake I see of all business owners today. They just can't cut the strings. They just can't let go. They can't take that next step. And the problem with that is when you have somebody that's running a business and they don't let go, it is a form of dictatorship, right? Hmm. And the problem with dictatorship is not that it's not successful, right? It is. It can be very successful. The problem is it's not scalable, right? So the true leadership, true followership leadership is something that is scalable beyond you, beyond me. But when we don't want to let go and we can't trust, verify, and empower others, then we're limited to our 100%. And that's the problem with that. Uh, some other areas that I see people uh, that really struggle when they're struggling to scale their business. One is fear. To be completely honest with you, is fear. I see fear a lot in people, and not you would think people are fearful of failing, but Dr. Brian, but they're actually fearful of succeeding. Craziest thing I've ever seen. People are actually scared of success. Hmm. And what if it gets this big? What if I do have a great idea? What if it grows beyond me? What if I can't handle it? Right. And so we always teach people to overcome fear with two things: faith and knowledge. You have to have faith, but you also have to have knowledge. And, um, and sometimes we have to have the faith before we go get the knowledge. So we replace fear with knowledge. The other thing is lack of connections. They, they tend, they have that same mentality, right? Of not wanting to let go. Mm-hmm. So they think they can do it all themselves and they don't tend to reach out and create a network that supports them and helps them grow. One of the best things we ever did, I heard Wayne say this over and over again, is join a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Join a mastermind. Be a part of something. Be in a room where other people have made the mistake and can help guide you, right? In order for us to grow properly and not hit a ceiling, one of those components is predicting, as EOS will tell you. And predicting is long-term and short-term. Well, if we can't, we can't predict long-term if we, don't, we can't look out ahead and maybe have people on our team that can help guide our path a little bit because they've already been down the road we're going down, right? So being able to forecast, predict properly, and having the right connections is so important there. And then I would think the last one, really, outside of systems and processes, which is kind of the last one for me, is the wrong mindset. You know, people get very complacent with where they are. It's funny. You see a little bit of success in somebody, an entrepreneur, solopreneur, and they get complacent right? And they stop right where they are. And I tell people complacency, you know, breeds you know, death. I mean, if you're complacent, you're not growing, you're dying at that point. And, uh, and the best remedy to complacency is accountability. So having the right systems, the right processes, the right uh, accountability of those systems and processes is going to help you stay away from that complacency. So it, you know, to answer your question, I know it's a, it's a little long-winded, but there's, there's probably five really easy ones out there that people get stuck and they just, uh, they can really grow to the next level. They just, they don't want to change those little things. Uh, ex- excellent. Uh, Gary. So let's roll into, um, 
uh, just, you know, we're, we're here to help, help our clients, uh, with freedom and legacy. That's, that's really what we do. And we do that through business, finance, family, and lifestyle. So I know those are all very important to you, but, uh, let's, let's, let's focus in on freedom right here. What, what does that mean to you? What does freedom mean to you? Well, you know what? I used to think it meant money. And I, you know, my mind switched when I was 35 years old and got sick. That money didn't really matter anymore. Hmm. Freedom to me is where, how I spend my time. Because force, when I came to the end of my life, right? And I'm sitting there and the doctor says, Gary, you have six months left to live. And I had my head in my hands and tears running down my elbows. I looked down and I said, oh Lord, what did I do with my time? When I came to the end of my perceived life, there was one thing I wanted more of, and it wasn't money. It was time. I wanted more time. And I said, Lord, if you can give me back more time, I'll use it for the good, right? And so freedom to me is being able to do what I want, when I want, with ever, whoever I want to do it with. Because that is allowing me to use my time the way I want to use my time. And I tell people, I actually teach a class on this called What Do You Do With Your Time? And these solopreneurs that are out, these well, people start out, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's four quadrants. We know those quadrants. The top left quadrant is that job, right? And people are doing what? They're exchanging time for money. And they'll come to the end of their life and go, man, I, I, I can't believe I exchanged my time for money. And then we say, well, I want to do that. So I'm going to go create my own career. I'm going to create my own solopreneur, you know, business. And we find that we were just exchanging more time for money. We're just doing more of it. We're just doing it for us. And that's why Sharper Business Solutions exists today, Dr. Bryant. It's because I want people, 95% of the people that build wealth, build it through systems and processes. They're being business owners, right? And when we take that jump from solopreneur to business owner, that top right quadrant, now we're using other people's time, systems, processes for money, Right? And if we do it right, you can build great wealth that way. And we can build wealth that way. And now you're building, you're building money and using other people's time for more money. Then we fall on that bottom right quadrant, which is really, truly what we call the investor. A lot of us call ourselves investors and we're not. But when we're truly the investor, now we're using that wealth we built to have money to make more money. And we have money making us more money. Guess what that does? It gives us more time right? And that's freedom. Freedom is when we have more time to do what we want, when we want, with whoever we want to do it with. Because you're going to come to the end of your life, I'm going to come to the end of my life, and we have to be stewards of our time because we're going to be accountable to it. You know, whether you're a Christian or not, you're going to look back and hold yourself accountable to your time. And boy, woe be to you and me if we weren't good stewards of it, we wasted our time. Hmm. Well said, Gary. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from uh, the famous economist, John Maynard Keynes, he said, in the long run, we're all dead. So yeah, that, that, that kind of funnels in there. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I want to give, a, I want to give a shout out, uh, not just to Gary, but and he mentioned him earlier, but, um, uh, to, to, to your two partners in, in your other business, to your, to your brother-in-law, Wayne Schaefer, and then also to Tom Olson, you know, the three of you guys, uh, you guys have kind of all three gone your separate ways now, but all three of you guys are just incredible people, incredible men, incredible businessmen. And it makes me think, uh, you know, you talked about, you know, that, that good time. And I know you guys are just, uh, outside of Chicago, but it, you know, kind of reminded me of the bulls when they had that run, you know, it was, uh, 
uh, you know, Jordan and Pippen and, and Rodman. I mean, that, 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 that's you three guys right there. So, uh, um, I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to call all three of you guys friends and it's been, it's been great to, to see you guys all kind of, uh, spread your wings and fly. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you guys. So, Gary, just kind of wrapping up the front side. You know, this is our public side. This goes sure. out, so we're don't go anywhere. We're gonna we're gonna jump over to the private side. We're gonna talk to our to our to our clients and members. But um, if uh, you you threw out a lot of wealth of information there, um, if somebody wants to learn more, if we've got some solopreneurs out there, some real estate investors, some physicians or dentists that 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 want more structure in their in their business and they want to scale up, how do they get in touch with you? Probably the best way. And let me just say this. We throw out a lot of knowledge. And, of course, you throw out a lot of knowledge every time you do this. Probably one of the biggest givers I know of knowledge and, and wanting to help people. But you know what? Knowledge is a waste without execution. Right? If you're not executing on what you're learning, then it's falling on deaf ears. And, essentially, you're allowing that complacency. Hey, hey, if you got knowledge today of how to change and you're not changing and you're making the decision not to do something – that is still a decision. You're deciding not to change, right? So take what we've given you and execute. Execute, execute, execute. So here, here's how you can get a hold of me. Probably the best way to reach me is, is either go to my website, sharperprocess.com. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, Sharper Business Solutions. You can email me at gharper at sharperprocess.com. Or my phone number is 219-313-0961. Perfect. We'll put all that in the, in the show notes, but, uh, man, it's been great having you on. Um, thank you for sharing. Don't go anywhere. Um, thanks for listening to the high speed podcast. I know you got a lot of uh, value out of, out of Gary's share here. Uh, please tune into highspeedpodcast.com or high speed Alliance, uh, to learn more about high speed Alliance and upcoming meetings. We've got a great one that's getting ready to come up. And uh, you can come and hear guys just like Gary share and educate. So uh, please, uh, please check that out. But thanks for being here today, Gary. Thank you very much. Hi, this is Dr. Forrest Bryant. And I want to thank you for listening to the High Speed Podcast. Uh, we want to remind you that the information we share on this show is impersonal and only our opinion. You should not take impersonal advice and apply it to your own situation without discussing this information with us or with another licensed professional uh, that's familiar with your situation. Um, our opinions are just that, and this show is for education only. Uh, this is in no way a solicitation or offer to sell any securities or other types of investments. So thank you, and uh, have a great day. You've been listening to the High Speed Podcast. To read our blog and to learn more, visit our website at www.highspeedpodcast.com.